Hey, Benji. Mindfulness. Hey, Jay. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> I know that you are the world expert on mindfulness, Benji. And I the just... The one and only. I just need... I need some background. Give, can you give me like two minutes on mindfulness? What is it? I can give you like, I can give you 15 seconds. That's uh, okay. Fine. I'll take it. And John Kabat-Zinn, who is a, a hero, H E R E dash O. That's a thing that I want to get started. People who are heroes because they're present hero. Nice. Um, it, looks that. it looks hashtag that, but it's, you can't hashtag because there's a dash with the O, oh, but technology. he has a definition where technology, part M, mindfulness is paying attention in a particular way on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally. What happens when a CEO, a shrink, and a rabbi start talking about mindfulness at work? Just about anything. Thank you for joining us at Mindful Work. You can learn more about this podcast at www.mindfulwork.show. And now, Mindful Work presents the author and clinical psychologist, Rabbi Dr. Benji Epstein, key industry executive and award-winning educator, Rabbi Jason Rosen, and your host, Dan Cohen, CEO and founder of Full Court Press Communications. Enjoy the show. And then you sort of unpack that definition, but it's really okay, slow just down. So, slow down. paying attention. That? John Kabat-Zinn, who's a tribe member, um, who's yeah. also you know a hero paying attention in a particular way on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally. And once you unpack that definition, that sort of gives you a really nice working definition. There's obviously a lot of methodology and people trying to measure it because it's something that people want to scientifically prove. But I found that definition to be the most helpful for myself in my own practice. And, uh, you know, he's, he's really somebody who you can draw from. So, Paying attention, which we all know how to do, right. particularly meaning you're, you mean you're doing it by choice and, and 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 you know on purpose. That's the particular way that you're choosing to bring your attention to something, whatever it is, mm-hmm. in the present moment, recognizing that you only have this moment, right? So you're not caught up in the past or, or, or focusing on on something that hasn't happened yet in the future, and you're right. cultivating in a way that's non-judgmentally, which comes along with empathy and compassion and befriending oneself. And ultimately, all of those are things where you're just sort of being present to what is, because you really don't have a choice, because what else you got? I hear that. Beautiful. Um, well, on that note, uh, let's go ahead and get started. That was amazing, Rabbi Dr. Benjamin. What? That was incredible. So, I, need, uh, I, need, I, need, I need a script. I need a script here. There's yeah. no script. Here we are. We are uh, three guys trying to figure huh. out the world. My name is Dan Cohen. I am a CEO of a professional services company and a recent Ole to Israel. Um, That's right. I'm a guy who's learning as we go. Uh, with us today is also Rabbi Jason Rosen, who, as many of you know, is a key executive in the Israeli coffee and tea industry, a rabbi, an award-winning Jewish educator, and what you may not know, Musician. he's a Pixar aficionado. And also with us true. today, the inspiration for all this work, Rabbi Benjamin Epstein, PhD, clinical psychologist, Rabbi Doctor, Rabbi Doctor, Rabbi Doctor. Benjamin Epstein, R- who, R- might R- have the, who might have the best title <laughs> short of Supreme Commander of NATO. As clinical psychologist and chief spiritual officer at Mellow Sleep. Benji, Jay, what? it's a joy to do this. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Mellow Sleep? Tell Mellow me Sleep, about that's that. a whole nother deal, boys. That's another – we're working on them to be our corporate sponsor for the podcast too. So, well, so folks at home, what we're trying to do here is, is, is take 
3,000 years of Jewish history and Jewish learning and Jewish education, mix it up with uh, all the greats when it comes to understanding ourself, Musser learning and those kinds of things, and then mix it in with all the modern work around mindfulness. And with us as our sensei and our guide, Rabbi Dr. Benjamin Epstein, with us as a learned but kind of skeptical guy, Rabbi Jason Rosen, and me trying to figure out how we apply it all at the work, Dan Cohen. So thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Welcome. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes. Yes. So what I thought we'd do is um, <laughs> maybe tackle, if you could, um, what's going on in the news with respect to what's happening in the workplace and you know how we could apply some of these mindfulness principles and some of the Musser principles to uh, maybe effective management. So what caught my eye maybe, was – sorry. Yes, Jason. Maybe, Dan, we should, uh, we should hug and wrestle well, with if, um, certain current events. Jason, if we're not hugging and wrestling with these issues, I don't think we're giving our our listeners or, frankly, our, our friends what they deserve. So that's great. Let's hug. Let's wrestle. So hug and wrestle. recently, Tesla has been um, a hotbed of racism, if you read the news. Guys working there are um, being mistreated based on their race. Um, they're being called the N-word. They're walking down into the warehouse and seeing you know, the worst – kind of caricatures of African-Americans drawn on cardboard boxes. And then we were, they reported it seems like nothing's really happening. So, you know, there's a ton of issues to unpack here. But I guess, you know, starting with you, Benji, just tell us a little bit about sort of confrontation in the workplace and maybe some thoughts around, you know, what you can do if you find yourself in a tough situation in the workplace. Since I've never had a real job, I feel very equipped to answer oh, this excellent. question. Well, that makes you an expert, absolutely. <laughs> no, but the, no, it's, it's just like it's just like the way I when I hear about this, and I think I mean, I think racism is a is a tremendously large topic to unpack, and and certainly looking at it from how mindfulness can help um, with that. But just in terms of of when there is confrontation, yeah, um, we we want to be setting up healthy boundaries, um, and and. and we're not always able to speak up for ourselves just specifically about like what you're referring to in Tesla where people are using extremely inappropriate language and, 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 and confronting people and, and talking down to them and, and you, you know, using derogatory terms and how do you respond to that? And, and it seems like in that case, uh, you know, they're, um, when they would bring it to superiors, uh, the attention of their superiors, they were kind of, they're kind of ignored. Or there, it was kind of brushed aside, and so that's extremely invalidating. So, what do you do there? And at some point, um, we sort of have these different uh, boundaries or, or parameters of what's okay. Like at some point, can can you just say, "I can't handle this anymore"? Right. Like I'm not willing to deal with this anymore. Um, and so, it's really it's a personal decision. Obviously, if if if, if it's a you know someone's crossed your red line, um, then you just say, "I can't I can't do this anymore." And um, that's really where you're sort of being aware of what you're okay with. Yeah. Um, and if that line is crossed, then you just say, okay, then uh, and I can't, I can't do this anymore. Is that, is that, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. What do you think, uh, either of you, I mean, what do you think our tradition teaches us about these kinds of moments? Um, I was just thinking about this, Dan, um, as, as Rabbi Dr. Benji was talking. I was just thinking about last week's Parsha, last week's Torah portion, Parsha uh, Kadosh. And, you know, introduces this whole idea of holiness, but then really breaks into all this interpersonal stuff. Yeah. Um, holiness as defined by 
not cursing a deaf person, not put a stumbling block before a blind person, you know, um, rebuking when it's appropriate, and all these concepts of holiness really focusing on interpersonal relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, one of the things I was shocked about, I mean, I haven't studied much um, much Mishnah or Gomorrah. I leave that to you guys. But one of the things that I, I was always shocked about is like, <laughs> you know, so the tablets and the Torah is given at Mount Sinai. And then we're talking about whether or not I give you one-fifth damages if my cow eats your deer. And I asked a rabbi friend about that, and he said, no, you know, a lot of the oral laws is, is teaching the law between man and man. And that that's as important as the the laws between man and God. You know the things that the things that we learn about each other and we learn how to deal with each other. Um, and so that that to me seems like maybe there's a roadmap in some of this some of this learning for these kinds of situations. These and and that's a larger question for the, the all the topics I know we want to cover here, but certainly for today yeah. about sort of how you treat your coworker, especially if he or she's a, a, different in any way. Well, Judaism te- is not a yeah, go ahead, Jay. Jay. No, 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 you first. You first. I was saying that Ju- Ju- Judaism is not an ascetic religion. You know, we're not really tr- – and that's the whole thing. There's the Kedoshim to you, um, Ki Kadosh Ani, or, or whatever, the, the, the verse is saying, but, you know, Kedosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because God is – I'm saying, what, what exactly does – it was Kedusha, and we have to sort of just unpack that word as well. You know, and, and Kedusha is, is again, we'll, we'll, just from this vantage point – is to sanctify. You know, we're sanctifying every situation. We're sanctifying every moment. There's not a mundane situation. Yeah. Meaning, you could look at it and say this is just cattle. But like the real important thing is when you're sitting and learning Gemara. But that's that's not what the goal is. The goal is when you're talking about the cattle. You know, the Baal Shem Tov says that. You know, how much more so when you're actually dealing with the day to day. You know, real nitty gritty. I mean, I remember I lost my 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 sanity before I became a Zen master. Where you know you know somebody was like you know taking over or something. Benji, my, Benji, Benji. Yeah, I moved. I moved away. I, I was going to say you're about to impart some, drop some serious knowledge here, including Balshem <laughs> to start and to pace. Walk away. I start so. to pace. I start right. to pace. No, I start to pace. Put the tush That's in the start. seat. Let's my focus. Focus. The tush needs to stay in the tush seat. In the seat. No, and and uh, I was I was losing I was losing my Zen masterness because uh, a neighbor was was sort of like just coming onto my property and just taking my and I and I was and I was feeling guilty over the fact that it was getting me so um, unhinged to one of my friends pointed out to me, he's like the Rambam, Maimonides has an entire section in his, you know, his, his, his Mishnah Torah and his, in his, in his, one of his, when he was codifying the law of, of the laws of neighbors, you know, it's a, wow. it's, it's also part of Torah. That meaning it's, it, we, we have to deal with human beings, you know, human emotions, human reactions. It's just not some sort of thing where we're trying to say we're not part of the world. No, we're very much in the world, which is, again, we're talking about the workplace and what the Torah has to inform on that. We're not saying that here we are on our ivory towers. Look, the Torah has something to inform us in our day-to-day lives. Well, can I ask a question then? I mean, here's the challenge, meaning you are faced with that neighbor or that coworker or wherever that may be. And we know the Torah value of placing the interpersonal relationship and the, and the appropriate boundaries. But may, maybe where this is where some of your work can be helpful is like, how can you bring yourself down in that moment when you're all unhinged, like you said? I'm saying it's with any, it just could be the same thing with your kids, same thing with your coworkers, same thing with your spouse. Meaning when you're balanced, when you are cultivating equanimity in the sense where everything is sort of, you know, this is here, this is happening, and I'm not bringing my preconceived notions because clearly we get territorial. 
You know, the same thing with the person who's uh, holding up the parking space. You know, when they're, you're waiting for you and they just take a little extra time. There have been studies that show that, you know, this is more of an evolutionary type of thing where people are just like, this is mine. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take my parking spot. And so it's the same thing. So if you're, if you're aware that there's your primal instinct or your, your, your first reaction, that gut reaction, right? And you realize, wait a second, whoa, where is this coming from? Like, yeah. this is mine and this is his. And so once you start to see things clearer, again, ultimately, there's going to be a judgment. You go to the court, you go, you figure it out. And once you figure that out, hey, everyone's friends. Because that is the way the, the law was adjudicated. But when in the right. moment, when you're able to be aware of that and say, you know, I always tell my clients, you know, don't trust your gut, you know, trust, excuse me, trust your gut reaction, but not when it comes to your mom or not when it comes to your ex. Right? No, because no, that's, no, I, I want people to, you know, you tell people to go with your gut, but like you're not seeing the situation so clearly here. Ben, Rabbi Benjamin, that's amazing. Uh, And I can't help but think back on the the quote you you said at the at the beginning from Zinn about paying attention. And a lot of times, you know, that's the first thing we stop doing. What was a quote? In those moments. It's paying attention with particular interest right now in a non judgmental way. Um, and, and in, I can see in that moment of being confronted either, you know, with the racist graffiti in the office or with a boss who's not listening to you or with a neighbor who's stealing fruit off your tree, you know, the first thing is sort of paying attention to what it's causing in you, um, and being ready to be sort of hold, hold what, what's happening in you. Um, so, uh, Dr. Rabbi Benjamin, Rabbi Jason, any final thoughts on, on tonight's topic? Final thoughts. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, the challenge really or the homework for myself is to think about this idea of interpersonal relationships and as a vehicle for holiness. Mm. But being able to take in those moments of challenge and apply this idea of just like you almost have to take like put yourself in a timeout, you know, and that's the challenge. You know, I'm saying I think that's that's where the work needs to be. Right. Um, to achieve holiness because it's not an easy thing it's not meant to be like uh an overnight success like i'm going to be holy i'm going to be nice everyone like you said there's territorial kind of things that pull you and to be able to say and step back and be present in that moment you know i think that's where more guidance for me is needed that's what i want more it's the react it's it's the reacting versus the responding and and you know we always know that when we do the right thing you know it might not be as easy but we always feel like we're not it's just it's always so you don't have to apologize afterwards. Meaning, I, I might not be happy about how it went, but at least I don't have to apologize for the way I behaved, for what I said, for 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 my response. Because I did something, and again, it might not have the right react, uh, right outcome. Meaning, I might still have said the wrong thing. But I know what my, and and this is really going to be something that you know we're going to come back to is is intention. Yeah, but mm-hmm. just being really clear, like where are you coming from? Like, what's your what's your end right. goal, and what is it you really want? You make it sound so easy, but well, it, let me Jason, let me just tie it back to one last final thought. It's I mean, easier I mean, easier said than done. Easier well, for sure, that. guys. But I think, well, but, but that's but what I, the Torah wants from us. Absolutely, and, and what I can share is in the workplace, many of the many of the crises we've had in the workplace as an employer or as an employee under previous sort of uh, dictators has been that real challenge between expectation and agreement. Right, you may very well have an agreement as to the terms of your employment or the um, the things you're going to deliver, but that isn't always the expectation of the parties. And I think that 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 distance between the expectation and the agreement is usually where a lot of this pain happens. Mm-hmm. Is that because there wasn't enough clarification, meaning people weren't clear as to what was expected, uh, or I just? Think, I think it's a little both. 
I think sometimes people agree to things, but their expectation is not what they've agreed to. Um, and that's just – that's life in the big city. Right. All right, well, guys, well, this, is a, this was a fun little ride. Appreciate your time. Uh, if you've made it this far, what I'd like to tell you is that uh, Rabbi Dr. Benjamin Epstein, Ph.D., has a new book coming out in the fall called Living in the Presence uh, from Orium Productions. Uh, Benji, you want, to, uh, you want to just give us a little word on the book? I was doing the outro music. Bum, oh, no, no. Bum. Before you do that, just no, not- give, us two, give us two sentences on the book. Uh, the book is uh, the culmination of, of uh, four or five years of uh, um, writing a book about how uh, to become more mindful through the Jewish tradition, through the uh, traditional sources, a lot of Hasidic sources, and um, how really that instead of just um, being present to your day-to-day, it's also the divinity that infuses the current moment, and that is how you can really connect uh, to godliness um, and that's only can only happen in the present moment. Well, wonderful. I get to use my favorite word, mommish. And uh, it sounds mom-ish. awesome. I can't wait to read the book. So, gentlemen, thank you very much. This was a hoot. Thank and, you, Dan. Uh, let's do it again soon. Thank you so yes. much, Dan. Uh, Jason. Thank you thank to you. the world out there if you're listening. Thank you for listening to Mindful Work. And let's do it again soon. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace. The goal is sold. Peace the in the Middle East. The goal is sold. Bye, guys. Bye.